Okay, party people in the house, you're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. It is my pleasure, it is my treat, it is my honor to introduce to you the man that needs no introduction. Of course he don't need an introduction or else you wouldn't have fought the goddamn podcast. Ladies and germs, get ready for the E-double-E, a.k.a. Kid Dynamite! A.K.A. The Magnificent with the Sensational Style. A.K.A. The nigga from last year. A.K.A. Stop. Hold up. Pause. Quit. Change the groove and fuck it up a little bit. Temperamental, I snap quick, very touchy. The E double E double over and over, you incognito, you're taking it easy. Who the fuck is this E? Cocky, crazy ill man, rowdy. Stay awake and watch the show I take, cause right now. Who the fuck is this? Oh, you didn't know? Let me break it down for you again. I'm like Zorro, I'm all in your back. Your ass better call somebody. Rub your dick if you love E. Bitches. Rub your titties if you love the E double E. Put out the word. Incredible, I mix up shit like cake mix. And if you don't know, now you know. Boom, I did fill the room with light. Soon as I write tunes and dynamite, scenery's out of sight. Shows tonight, I sail your doom tight. My platoon is right, putting bullet wounds in the mic. Once again, it's the paragraph chemist. Inventors to finish, the experimentist. Rock chemist, the elementor. I invent more courses, the editor with thoughts of a source of a bringing. Thank you for downloading, streaming, and whatever the hell else you do to get this uh, podcast. Cyclopedia Hip Hop Podcast. I'm eclectic. Um, forget all of that. I need to introduce my my co-host, my guest, uh, um, good friend of mine, uh, what he, uh, MC. I mean, can I call oh, you yeah. an MC? I mean, oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm gonna get you like a, a honorary Hit Squad member. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a that's a bless a blessing an honor for yeah, sure. Is, um, uh, PMD's awakening. That's the thing. PMD's awakening. We're not absolutely. gonna get into. Um, who else should have been on there? Um, uh, a host. You, you're hosting now. You got the bars in beyond and fly 93.4. Listen, I'm going to give you all the time to plug everything later. We're not even, we got to get down what to get down. You can plug and tell everybody what you're doing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, welcome uh, to Marco. DeMarco in the building. Yeah, what's good, up? Bro? You, you, you good, man. You, you, you're finally on the show. Absolutely, after all these years, man. I, I finally get the, uh, this is my, my intro, my exclusive intro. Yeah, see, look, I mean, so what? You're on a, you're on a, you're on a EPMD record, you go on tour. This is what you really need. This is the pinnacle of your career. I don't, this other, I mean, I mean, I guess it was okay. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so, right, right. so so what we're gonna do what we're gonna do today in this this episode um if you download it you already know because you read the title we're gonna talk about the god mc now if 
if you're listening to this and I say the God MC and you have no idea who I'm talking about, uh, uh, turn this off uh, and yeah. delete yeah. the app and throw yeah. your phone in the trash. And go, pl- and go play the Migos or Lucci or somebody. Oh, how dare you. You're yeah. probably going to do a song with them in a the month. <laughs> um, so, 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 um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Rakim, Rakim Allah. Um, so let's start this off. What is your your the the first um, introduction to Rakim? What's your first memory um, of hearing Rakim, seeing Rakim, hearing the name Rakim? What do you remember? Uh, I remember being in like the sixth grade, man. Sixth grade, Wagaman Elementary, and uh, came home from school one day, and I think I was watching a video soul or something with Sherry Cotter or somebody on there. And man, this new video came on, and it was like it was really like so kind of old school feel to it. But the beat came on. Oh, and 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 rest in peace, Dennis Edwards. Real real coincidence. Uh, you know, he passes and then Rockin's birthday within the same week. But I hear the sample of Don't Look Any Further. And I look up and I and I see this guy Rockin and he spits these these verses and I'm like, whoa, paid in full that song, man. That was the first thing I heard and I was like, this dude's voice, the flow Everything was so gritty and raw and hip hop, man. And I was like, man, that's my favorite rapper. I was about what, 11, 10, 11 years old, and that so, was my favorite rapper right so, then. So, as you, so as you heard "Pay the Fool." No, it, that was it. It was a done deal. I mean, it was unbelievable, and it's crazy because he was so complex at such an early age, and, and you know, I mean, at such a early stage of hip hop. Yeah, I guess age of hip hop also, and it just grabbed me, man. It just grabbed me. I think the. Um first thing I heard was I Ain't No Joke. The first video I saw, I Ain't No Joke. And and I was paying attention to it. But I was more I was more into the fact that Flavor Flav was in the video. And, um, and um, who was that? I think uh, Barry B was in the video. Yeah, yeah, Dougie Fresh DJ. And, and I was just like, damn, they 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 cool with this dude. So if they cool with this dude, he must be cool. Now I'ma listen. That's yeah. I wasn't even I'm like, yeah, who are you with the with the with the sideburns? And then I was like, but if <laughs> I was like, but if if Flav is cool with you and, and Dougie Fresh crew is cool with you, then you must be cool. Let me check out let me check you out and then and yeah um that's that's that's, it's crazy now a lot of people say that um his flow and his rhyme scheme and style he was the first one doing it i i say he was adjacent even Mm -hmm. if he wasn't the first one doing it technically Mm -hmm. he did it the best (laughs) <laughs> yeah, bottom that's I think that's the thing. He did it the best, man. Yeah, because you know, you gotta shout outs shout outs to uh, the Treasure Street and Kumo D and um shout outs to um even shout outs to LL, shout outs to T La Rock. They was they was spitting, but he did it the best. Yes. Like I mean, I, I can honestly say, I mean, for me it was like wordplay wise, he was it was so perfect. You know what I'm saying? His rhyme schemes was so perfect and he was the first that I heard, like I actually heard with the double entendres and the triple entendres rhyming 
two and three words every line with each other. You know what I'm saying? And that was just amazing to me at a you know at such an early age of hip hop, man. Yeah, true that. Um, so look, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna break down some things um, uh, for the people that's listening. Uh, this guy and I, um, we go back. We go back like uh, fat, fat, mm. fat crayons and car seats. Literally. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Literally. One one day we'll do an origin story uh, show, but um, we agree on a lot of things. Lately, we do not, and we'll also <laughs> we'll also get into that. But um, we're gonna go back and forth on 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 some things. So um, Eric B and Rock Kim. Um, oh, shouts to the time when people thought Rock Kim was Eric B and Eric B was Rock Kim because the name came first. Because <laughs> the name was first. Yeah. yeah. And the people that couldn't pronounce it and they called him Rakim. Shouts to those people, bro. I heard so many Rakims, man, and Rockham, and just all kinds of other stuff. I'm like, man, Rakim. That's Rock why my man him. said I got soul. That's why I came to teach those who can't, who say, can't my say my name. name. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> he said so many things that you didn't get until way later, and Literally. it was crazy. Literally. But anyway, um, Eric B and Rakim had four albums. Mm-hmm. From best to worst, how do you rank those albums? Okay, I, I got to say, man, and this is why, you know, we've been talking about this and debating it over the years since, like you said, Fat Crayons, man. And, and I, I really didn't think about it until we, you know, you, you gave me the rundown on our, our on our discussions. And I'm like, man, these guys, he's really very close to a Joe Montana in this rap shit because, man, he... You calling me Big Baller brand? Never oh, lost? <laughs> oh my gosh, man. I, I, I looked at the lineup, and this is crazy, but I mean, I don't know how you're going to ra- rank yours, but I got in in order, mm-hmm. I actually have the albums in order. I mean, I think his dopest album and best piece of work, the masterpiece, is of course paid in full. I feel like that's top three albums, hip-hop albums of all time, and most people that are really in hip-hop would, you know, would say that. I agree. And then I got um, Follow the Leader, too. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, on Follow the Leader, there was this particular song that you might, you know, know that we're going to talk about later that I, I pretty much enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. Then I had Let the Rhythm Hit Him. Man, I just, I listened to that, man. I, I was riding the other day and took that album to the uh, lab. Man, that thing, man, was nuts, man. I mean, and I forgot that that was a hit. I got a hip-hop classic in the source, too. They got five mics, by the way. Yeah. Yep. And then... Very last, well, not very last, but uh, Don't Sweat the Technique that came out in like 92, 90, something like that around the juice time frame. And then the last one is The Master, which eh, I think at that point it was kind of like, uh, so I kind of don't want to. Nah, you don't want to count that. We don't, don't even want to count we, that we one. We count Eric being uh, right Kim proper. We count Mm-hmm. So I feel like his first three projects was all like undoubtable classics. The fourth one, Don't Sweat the Technique, was good, but wasn't, wasn't a classic. So that's that's my ranking. I, I, I definitely have them ranked in the order of release. Um, um, so we, we, we match on that. Um, I don't know what I was supposed to do with Don't Sweat the Technique. I, I mean, it's... <laughs> uh, here's the thing (laughs) the thing the thing with Eric being right is I don't I don't know they're they're schizophrenic when they first dropped everything was bonkers and then the further they got 
the I mean it seemed like they ran out of beats. The the, the production was <laughs> it did seem like that. Like the lyrics were still there. Like yeah. like they would have been better off if Don't Sweat the Technique was an acapella album. And just no beats, or just had Eric, oh, yeah. Eric right. B beatbox right. on the joint. And <laughs> just beatbox on that joint. Because I mean, it was. Uh, all right. I think I think what happened, man, is that um, as it went on, other guy uh, Eric B started let. I mean, Rakim started letting other guys do a lot more production in it than than Eric B. In the beginning, it was strictly pretty much Eric B, and it. And we could tell. And as it went on and other guys start putting, I think uh, Paul C, the guy Paul C helped a lot with Let the Rhythm Hit Him. Uh, he ended up um, doing a lot of that. And then they had another producer that was on Don't Sweat the Technique. And, and the quality of the beats just went away, man, as, as Eric B got more hands off with the, with the, with the production. I don't know, man. Back in, the, back in the day, I blamed Eric B. I was like, man, he got a... He got to go, man. <laughs> we was. He was becoming the fall guy. He was like he was falling off, man. Yeah, I was like, Jesus. All right, let's <laughs> let's 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 do let's do something real quick. Um, I don't I don't I don't know if we're gonna match on this, but but let's see. Uh, Paid in full. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite song off the album? You only can pick one. Whew, man. That is the hardest pick on one album ever to pick a favorite song. Yeah, for you. Uh, I might have to go, and as hard as it's gonna be for me to, say, yeah, it's I'm gonna have to go my melody. Okay, that's the correct answer. You get a point. <laughs> okay, so, I agree. Um, uh, follow the leader. What is your favorite song on Follow the Leader? I mean, I, I'm doing this for the people that's listening. I, oh, absolutely, yeah, for yeah, the people that's listening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite song on Follow the Leader is this particular joint called Microphone Fiend, which not only is just my favorite song on Follow the Leader, but it's absolutely my favorite hip-hop song of all time, bar none. And literally, if that song never came out, I would have never had a rap career. That is what really made me pin up, pick up a pen. Even I heard Pain and Fool, and I was like, he's dope, he's my favorite rapper, and I was cool with listening to hip-hop more at that time. Yo, you heard, really didn't start writing until after Microphone Fiend came out? That's what did it for me, bro. I, I heard that and I said, man, I got to do what he's doing. And then from there on, that's when I started writing, when that song came out. When I seen that kid kick the speaker and he was done. Yeah, I started, <laughs> I think I wrote my first joint uh, <laughs> and like... 84. Man, bruh, man, you told me. I'm like, man, you was rhymes in your pamper, bruh. Yeah, was, <laughs> you was right rhymes with your, your, your blue Crayola uh, crayon. Yeah, man. Hey, man. I'm, I'm te- <laughs> so, do you rem- can you remember this off the off the topic, but do you remember the first hip-hop song you ever heard? The first hip-hop song that I can remember that yeah, I Yeah, you can remember. Yeah, yeah. Probably Rapper's Delight. Rapper's Delight. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> when, yeah. when did rappers delight come out? Um, I, somewhere in the early '80s, man. It was. It was uh probably like, shit, it might have been like to be honest, like '79 or '80, man. No, it came really? out. Of, it came out of '80. It came out of '80. Yeah, yeah, but I really don't even remember hearing it. To, I, knew I mean, you probably heard it after. You yeah, know, it man. was years after. Yeah, uh, yeah. the first joint I remember hearing, and I might have heard rappers. It might have been, you know, close. Um, is Yamama? 
Oh, by Wolf Ticket. Right. I said Jamal. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. 1981. Joint. I remember. I remember. This and this is how I heard it. I had a radio. I had this little black radio. And when I say radio, I mean radio. It wasn't a cassette thing on it. It was straight AM and FM radio. <laughs> and I used to just tune. It was this one station. I don't even remember the station. And that joint came on. And I was just rolling because I ain't you never hear you gonna turn to the radio. Somebody's talking about that's right. I said cracking joke, right? <laughs> right. Like, that was the first. That was the first joint I heard. Anyway, okay, all right. Um, uh, follow the leader. My favorite song will follow the leader. I don't think it's a microphone thing. What? Really? Oh, I, wow. I, I, I mean, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I, and if I had to pick one, it's because it's I got a tie. I might go with the title title song. The Fired Man. I might go with the title song. That followed the leader, man. Them bars. And and that's the one that was on the radio. That was like his his, his lead off single, too. Yeah, I remember that joint. Um it was my mother was playing. Uh it came on the radio when my mother got she had got a new car and that was the first thing I heard on the radio. I was like, Well, this is a good it's a good sign. Um <laughs> facts to start it off like that yeah. first Jamal. Oh heck yeah. Favorite song man. going, uh Don't Sweat the Technique. Oh, uh uh What's on Your Mind? No, the, um, that's uh oh oh yeah. I mean I'm sorry. First one on Let the Rhythm Hit Him. I apologize. Uh, mahogany, man. Mahogany, absolutely. Unbelievable okay. song. Okay. Absolutely. All right, we we match. And then on Don't Sweat the Technique, you go on What's on Your Mind. Yeah, yeah, what's on your mind. Man, that was my jam, man. He was like Relax, watch the Huxtables, man. Everybody's like, "Why?" Yeah. <laughs> my f- my favorite part of the song was, um, what was it? What, what, what did you say? Um, I didn't think you were that pretty. I hope you have a bad day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you didn't look that yeah. good anyway. You really look good anyway. Yeah, I hope you have like- a bad day. That was my shit. That was my when he said that. I was like, "This is the greatest song ever." Man, he said, hello, hello, good looking. Is this seat tooken? Tooken. <laughs> <laughs> also, good looking. That's funny. Also, it, you know, it was like a decade later when I was um, bumping um, mahogany because up in to this day, the two songs that have the greatest bass ever is mahogany and Ooh. love's gonna get you. Man. Period. Hands down. Them eight straight eight oh eight through the whole thing. Yeah. Love's gonna get you in mahogany. But I was uh walking one day and I was rhyming this song and I was like, yo. Mahogany was a white girl. Yeah, he did say that. Man, he said she was European. Almost, almost looked was, Korean, but you were about like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Like, what are you doing, though? I, I, I heard that the other day, and I was like, hold up. And her name's Mahogany, and she had a sister named Ebony, but she's white? <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, man. I was like, all right, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he threw, us, he threw us off with that one, man. I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, okay, so... I, I think I, I think I agree with you on the, on the, on that the, what's on your mind. I guess I'm, I, I, it damn sure wasn't the fucking title track. Um, oh, no, no. And I mean, you could count um, no the ledge, but I don't know. All right, all right, check this out. Now we, we possibly could have just did four of these, but let's play um, mm-hmm. your top five 
Brock Kim songs of all time, point blank period. If you could only have five on your playlist and you could only hear five Brock Kim songs for the rest of your life, what's the five? And this is so crazy. This is, you know, as you know, but uh, you know, the audience might not know, like Rock Kim is pretty much, like I said, he's the reason why I started rapping. So to me, he's overall, in my opinion, the GOAT. So but we know five, he's not. Five, yeah, these five songs are probably five of my top 20 hip hop songs of all time. So he has five of the top 20. Okay. So um, top to bottom, number one is, of course, as I said earlier, Microphone Fiend, my mm-hmm. overall favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I have My Melody, which uh, me and you have went you know, back and forth with. Do there, it. There's a yeah. classic story about this, oh, by the way. Oh, You definitely got to tell that one later. Um, then third, I got I Ain't No Joke, man. I used to let the mic smoke. That thing is so hard, man. It's, whew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, number four, I got Mahogany with all that 808, just just crazy. I remember I wrote first time I heard that, I wrote all the lyrics down, man. Like I just wrote every lyric down on a piece of paper and just made a day out of just remember, you know, memorizing. Yeah, shout outs to the era when you wanted to memorize songs, you were writing them down or listen to it. Stop, rewind, get say it again, then keep playing it because songs were so dope. You just, you had to know. And and when you went to school the next day and you could rhyme the whole thing, people looked at you like you like, were a star. Yes, man. That was what it was all about. That was what it was well, all about. You could be on the school bus and somebody beating on the joint and you could do the whole song. Oh. They'd be like, man, you are the dude. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Yep. And then number five, man, is that Paid in Full. First joint I seen, the first Rakim uh, bars I heard is Paid in Full. So that's my top five, man. Hmm. We um we match on two, three. On oh, three up. We okay. Match on okay. Three. Um okay. number one I got is my melody, uh which is my second favorite hip hop song of all time. Um, <laughs> um two, I ain't no joke. Oh, um yeah. three, move the crowd. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Um, I was, I was, I told her, I was, we were talking about Move the Crowd on a other podcast, and one of the dangerous slash stupid things that I do when that song comes on, if you get the right version of the song, there's a pause right in the beginning. So it goes, dun, 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 dun. and then it goes back in and when I'm like if I'm walking if I'm driving when that pause comes I stop doing anything <laughs> you just stop you just stop. <laughs> just stop until it comes back on like if I'm driving it's so funny I'm driving if, I ha- if I'm making a turn I just yeah. hey, look, whatever happens happens man I, <laughs> <laughs> the car stop in the middle <laughs> for some reason was recent when that thing pauses, I gotta, I gotta stop. It's so, it's so dumb, but it's just, whatever happens. Man, it's just, if you die, you die. Hey man, it just, it just has to happen. Yo, remember that? Um, we was walking across the street and I hit you with the eye then. <laughs> bro, I was almost deer meat, man, for real. Yeah, yo, people listen to this. I am not a good friend, really. I mean, I am, but I'm not. So one day, me and this man, we're walking across. 
<laughs> we're walking across the street and we were talking. And so he was on the right of me. I was on the left. And he was turning, talking to me. <laughs> and, and a car <laughs> was coming down the street. Like it was about, <laughs> like it was about to hit him. <laughs> and I just like <laughs> I stopped. <laughs> I stopped and I, was, and I said, <laughs> was crazy. All right. I stopped and I was like, all right, then. <laughs> Nigga did not say, hey, bro, look out. Hey, why? Hey, you see the car? Who? None of that. It was just, it was like, it was like he hit me with the head nod, like. The head not like, all right, then get you later. I catch you on the other side with bones, thug, and army. He was about to start playing. Oh my god! Crossroads, man. I mean, he didn't get hit though, so because I came enough time to see that it was a car. That's why I said that was my way of saying, "Yo, it's a car coming." I did because, oh, man, was in, in my mind. The, the reaction would be like, yo, we kicking it. Why are you, where are you about to go? What, what's about to happen? So then you would look around and see that you was about to die. So I, about to die, literally. Right. Car like right in front of me, like, wow. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, all right. So um, I got my melody, I ain't no joke, move the crowd. Eric B is president. Okay, okay. Okay, dope choice. And then mahogany. Yeah, yeah, gotta have mahogany in that top five. Yeah, yeah it's okay. So we got three of the three of the five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you know, there's really no no wrong answer. Nah, unless you say nah. uh, those sorts of technique. Um, <laughs> That's like the only bad answer for real. Um, <laughs> what would you say is the Eric B and Rakim most underrated song? <sighs> to me. Um, the most underrated song is a song that really nobody ever even talks about, but uh, the lyrics from top to bottom are ridiculous. Is the lyrics of Fury on Follow the Leader. Mm. I mean, that dude went bonkers on that whole song from start. And he's, he was saying rhymes in that song that I promise you, his cat still right now as of today, lyrically is not matching it 30 years later. It's just oh, ridiculous. Hands down. I mean... I pride myself in knowing the words to just about every song from the golden era. I can't recite that song. Right. Exactly. That's how it is. That's I'd be better. I I have a better chance at doing all the sounds on Chinese arithmetic <laughs> with my mouth than to do that fucking song. <laughs> no, no. Oh man! Hey, I remember when that when it came out. I was just I was just like, nah. <laughs> like I, I ain't gonna mess with that one. <laughs> I'm gonna let him have it. Yeah. 
Like I couldn't even. It was that was so complex. It was like you felt like if you had to write that, it would have been like homework. Like right. you know yeah. <laughs> you're like Marley. Do I have to? <laughs> like man, I man, I I watch the car, man. Come on, dog. Don't make me write lyrics of fury, dog. Right? Don't make that was that was damn. That was a punishment for real. He had so many words in that motherfucker. Whew, that was a piece. That was a masterpiece lyrically, man. For real. So uh, I think it's underrated. <clears throat> I went a different way. I mean, I, I use the same thing that you said, a song that I'm talking about. And this is, it makes it even crazier. A song that no one mentions. When you when you say, yo, um, name 10 Eric B. and Rakim songs. Name 15 Eric B. and Rakim songs. They're not going to mention this. And it's a crime because the song is so incredible. Wow. As the rhyme goes on. Oh, yeah. Oh, and what makes it so incredible is on paid in full. It, exactly. It has to be the most slept on. People know Chinese arithmetic before they know. Until I finish this song, cause the rhyme gets rougher as the rhyme goes on. You sweat as you step about to get hype. Or should you just listen to the man on the mic? You're physically in this with me, but how could you tell? If it's meant to be hip-hop, if you're not mentally as well. Ready to absorb the rhyme that I just poured into the mic. So you're night and this won't be so bored. If you just keep kicking, listen to the mix and think you'll sink into the rhyme like quicksand holes and controls you till I leave you fall deeper in the style. It's hard to breathe. The only time I stop is when somebody drop and then bring them to the front because my rhyme's the oxygen. The wave your hand when you're ready. I'll send you into your favorite dance, but let the rhyme continue. And so on, and I'ma go on simultaneously, even if I stop. The rhyme remains to be rising to the top, and I came to drop it, catch it, and quiz it. It's my topic, universal rule, because I'm with everybody. To they know Eric B is on the cut before they will say, as the rhyme goes on. That is true. That is true. It, 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 man, it was like, man, it, it, it's like being that one guy on the pro. Obo team, man. You know what I'm saying? The album was so stacked, man. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was hard to breathe to get them minutes that he wanted, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know what I was just thinking about. And I mean, and it, it's so smooth. It's just. Yeah, it, yeah them rhymes, man. Crazy. 86, man. Like, he was rapping like that in 1986. It's crazy. And, and the, as the round goes on, it's one of the. Eric B. and Rock Kim songs that I quote the most because oh. I always, anytime some, oh, um, people listening, um, DeMarco and I have this thing that we didn't come up with. I mean, it's not that we discuss this, it's just that sometimes when certain words are said, <laughs> we recite a part of a song. Man, it's classic. And, um, Classic. And <laughs> one of the worst ones that I personally have is, um, I mean, that for some reason comes up like two, three times a day. I don't know how. Anytime I hear the word or read the word Connecticut, I got to say, real niggas lick shots, peace, Connecticut. <laughs> 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 From a cursor in the scar face. If I... It is it is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> if I see the word or hear the word, I have to say it. <laughs> oh man, we didn't, bro. It's crazy how like we always talk about we could have a whole conversation just putting rhyme like 
classic quotes or rap songs together and talk back and forth. Yeah. And people would be like, what the hell are you? But only we would get it, you know, <laughs> us and like three other people on earth. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's either it's either it's either verses or or or, or beats. Uh, it's, it's crazy, but um, the the from that's run goes on. Um, if somebody says I am, or if the, someone says oh, I gotta say the A to the K, I am. If it wasn't, then why did it say I, I? I gotta say it. I'm the R, the A to the K, I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? The microphone. If I. <laughs> I don't know. Facts, 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 Um, okay. Um, Rock him. Now, I already, I mean, it might be obvious what my answer is going to be, but I want to see if you have anything to answer this question. Do you okay. have an unpopular opinion about Rock him? Like something that people that love Rock Kim or people know about Rock Kim. Most of the time, people agree with, you know, we're all on the same page. But is this something that you would say or think about Rakim or Eric B.M. Rakim that you don't think a lot of people would agree with you on? Mm, that they wouldn't agree with me on. Yeah. Uh, let me see, man. I something think like that... you'd be like, oh, man, uh, Mahogany was terrible. You know, just some people look at you like, huh? <laughs> like, oh, got you, got you. Okay, I think, like, Probably, uh, uh, everybody, everybody to me, I thought pretty much like uh, know the ledge. It was it was dope to me, and I think it was like a uh, kind of pretty much the soundtrack for, of course, Juice or whatever. But mm-hmm. to me, it, it was just okay, and and I didn't, and I guess maybe I was so caught up on you know the first couple albums it really didn't do no, nothing to me but everybody I remember like junior year in high school everybody was like that Rakim that no ledge they were just and I just thought it was okay you know what I'm saying Cause, like, maybe uh, that might be fine cause quite I, that's that's a dope one cause a lot of people on Twitter um love the song cause you know quietly it almost sounds like those sorts of technique exactly <laughs> that's probably what it is it's like the same kind of tempo and everything yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah I, that might be what it is it, man it, it just it, didn't do it yeah. for me like that it might be um yeah. only thing i really i like um <laughs> i like the first words i like sip the juice i got enough to go around yeah, and I like the part. He's like, "Just meet me after school." Everything else, I'm good. <laughs> Just that part. <laughs> Just that part. Just meet me after school. I don't know. It's just this is the type of shit I like. Pretty much. Shouts to the gooch. The invisible bully. Yeah. My unpopular opinion is simple. He's not the goat. <laughs> That's easy. a very unpopular opinion. <laughs> and, and this and this is the way I look at it. Rakim Allah, the God MC, is one hundred percent the greatest lyricist in hip hop history. There's no one better. He's number one. He's a one. He's tops of the tops. He might be one and two. Mm-hmm. But the goat encompasses more than just the lyricism because if you put it like this NBA who's the greatest shooter you've ever seen Steph Curry okay is he the greatest NBA player of all time 
Absolutely not. He can't be. It's just one thing. Now right. listen, um, Rakim, Rakim has classic albums. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just like um, I say about Curry. He got multiple rings. Mm-hmm. And he's the greatest shooter ever. But is he the greatest of all time? No. But, okay. so me, you know, because I'm an asshole, I, I, gotta, I gotta say it's James Todd Smith. Overall, <laughs> overall, because I, I put him up there, I put him like, like, like a like a Michael uh, Jeffrey Jordan. He's like, well, he has these ranks, yeah, but he was defensive player all you know all the time, and he was all first team, and he was this, and he's that. I was like, yeah, because he do a lot of stuff. You got to put a lot of things in that goat mixture, and that's my popular opinion. Greatest lyricist of all time. He's my number one lyricist of all time. He should be everybody's number one lyricist of all time. But in the grand scheme of things, when you got, I say. Two classic guys. He got a bad space hand. He got two of the possible. On the classic tip. And I'm like, ah. Now, if he would have dropped a couple of more joints. And another thing is, is hip hop heads like us, we love Rakim. We revere Rakim. But his relevancy only lies in the, the, the hearts and the minds of the hip hop fans. Yeah, yeah, but but see, this is my thing. Go this ahead. is my uh, this is my rebuttal to that. Like mm-hmm. I, I, we've had this discussion a lot of times, and I think this is kind of like what's happening. It's kind of similar, I would say, kind of like Tom Brady and Joe Montana as we go on. You know, people are doing this goat battle. It's almost like the more that Tom Brady plays, the more he loses. He's being like knocked down from being the GOAT as opposed to Montana. He only played four times and he's the great. So for me, I kind of get stuck in that Joe Montana face. Rakim made four albums. Well, because we, we don't really even count the master. It was like way after. Mm-hmm. And he was three for four, like undoubtable classics. Mm-hmm. LL came out in 85, had a stretch for 20 plus years. 84. Okay. Great. 84. Yep, absolutely. Great albums, classic albums, but he had a whole lot of skeptical albums too. So it's like for me, he has so much stuff that was just mediocre that it kind of tarnishes the great stuff, and there's so much of it. So I guess that's what my thing. When Rakim just had, he was it was like he had a better uh, batting average percentage. You know what I'm saying? But simply because he didn't have work. Yeah, I mean, I could see that, I, and, and and I can respect that approach. But the way I see it is, see, I wouldn't even put Rakim in the Montana mode. I would put him in the Marino mode. As hmm. in, technically, the greatest quarterback. See, here's the thing. And and this, you know, uh, shouts to hot takes. Here's, here's a hot take for you. <laughs> okay. Marino and um, Peyton Manning mm-hmm. and even Warren Moon mm-hmm. are better quarterbacks than Tom Brady. Tom Brady has the greatest career of all time. God damn. Damn. Good point. Good <laughs> so point. Nah, if you're talking say, about, you if you're talking about slinging those tight spirals, Marino was a beast yeah, at Aaron quarterback. Yeah. Exactly. 
But Tom mm-hmm. Brady has the greatest football career of all time. <laughs> so, gotcha. Gotcha. so, gotcha. but you know, because it might be a backup quarterback that could fuck it, uh, Jeff George. Oh yeah, he <laughs> can play about seventy five yards easy as a quarterback. Yeah, hell yeah, and, hell yeah, and, and read defenses and all that stuff. So, and Tom Brady could too. But if you think about it, in the beginning, Tom Brady wouldn't even throw outside the numbers. He wouldn't even throw down the field. Damn, he yeah, would. Th- that he is would throw it. He throw the short joints. People would run and get to. He didn't start throwing down the field until he got Ocho Cinco and um, Randy and Randy Moss, and now yeah. with um Cooks and stuff. But anyway, yeah, I digress. Yeah, I digress. Yeah. So. So, Rakim, greatest lyricist of all time. LL, probably overall. Anyway, this was the Rakim. This is the Rakim. This is Rakim. And I apologize, everyone listening. This is what happens when this guy and I get together. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, period. Every trip. um, But we're going to wrap up the Rakim joint. Um, I'm going to ask you this. The evolution. And in my opinion, um, hip-hop in the beginnings had an evolution it had a rite of passage um much like always and people that's listening and, and you know I always equate rap to the nba when oh. when hip-hop was really dope the nba was really dope and mm-hmm. when it, when it has its lows the nba has its lows um Rite of passage, like in the eighties in the East, the Pistons had to get past the Celtics, right? Before right. they was getting any finals, it was like, yeah, you you're a good team, yeah, you good, but you're not beating the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, so fuck off, right? And right. and then nobody paid them any attention until they did, and right. then the Bulls. I had to get past the Pistons. It was like, yeah, Jordan, yeah, he's great. He scored 63 points, but he ain't beating Isaiah in them. <laughs> so, who gives a shit? Facts, facts, but it didn't even matter. Like, whatever, whatever, though. Yeah, yeah. And so then they eventually got past them. And in my opinion, it was going to be Orlando. Yeah, supposed to be. It was, it was going to be them, but, you know, Andrea and Shaq leaving. But it was always... The next version, and I, I thought, and the say early '80s, you had like Curtis Blow, and then you went to your LL, and then you went to your Rakim. Now this is all in the '80s, mm-hmm. but then the '90s version of Rakim was Nas. Absolutely, absolutely. Here's the thing. So we agree with this so far. Mm-hmm. My opinion, I don't even want to say my opinion. I'm going to ask you this, and then we're going we're gonna to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Who's the 2000 version of Nas? Wow. It's, it's, it's scary, as scary as this might sound, mm-hmm. and you're going to and you're gonna um, think that I'm wacko and all of that stuff when okay. I say this. Okay, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The closest thing to the 2000 Nas, I mean, uh, to the 90s Nas, mm-hmm. is Kendrick Lamar. And 
I'm saying that to say that, like you said, I always can compare the NBA to the to to rap. Also, I feel like Rakim is basically like Dr. J, okay. right? And 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 Dr. J basically created that. You know, he created that athletic. You know, small forward. He brought he brought, he brought the Rucker to the NBA. He, he brought the Rucker to the NBA. Right, he was right. the man. And and up until of course Magic Bird and Jordan, he was considered the goat. Right. 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 Okay. At least then on the streets. Came, on the streets. Then came Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Michael Jordan would be, in my mind, even though we might be off a little bit on the years, would be Nas. Because Nas was like, he took everything Rakim had and did his best to improve it. Just like Dr. J, like Jordan did with Dr. J, right? Hmm. So okay. after Jordan, there was this guy out in LA that they called the Black Mamba. He basically mm-hmm. took all of the same moves and all of that kind of same style, which dates back to Dr. J, really. But it went from Dr. J to Michael Jordan to Kobe. So mm-hmm. Kobe would be the West Coast, of course, K-Dot. I don't think he's lyrically as good as neither one of the aforementioned guys. Mm-hmm. But for this era and this generation, because hip-hop lyrically has been dumbed down so much for what it is now, he's the apex so I would put him in that um in that category now. Huh. Okay. All right. Uh, hot take alert. Um, I know we was. Listen, the, this 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 is what happens. So I always thought that Rakim. See, I saw Curtis Blow and Grandmaster Cass as the Doctor J. Oh, okay. Well, see, let, let me just, before you say this, go ahead. Remember, you the good part is you started hip hop before me. Okay, like, true, was, true. Yeah, true, true, so true, I true, think true. that's why. So, true. so go ahead. Go ahead, All right, go ahead. And so, and, I, and I'm going, I'm going by decades. So, because, you know, 70s, early 80s, you had those guys. And then in the 80s, see, I'm putting um, Rakim as. Like Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Okay. And the reason why I'm doing that, the reason why I say is because he is, he was as nice as you could possibly get for what he does. Back. You didn't want to fuck with him. He, he scored seven thousand points on a broken leg. The guy was a beast. <laughs> he said yeah. The guy was a beast at what he did. That was it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and so because I'm an asshole, I had you know Jordan is that low, but anyway, <laughs> um um, then once the the nineties hit, Nas, I had Nas as Iverson. Hmm. Because okay, okay. He, when he came into the league, that was a rap, just like Elmatic. So as he came in, uh, and then yeah. and then he went, and then he took his team to the finals. It was written, and, right? And right. then he was still good, but every now and then he he'll give you fifty. But then it was like, all right, the team kind of sucks. 
just like dude's production started to suck, but he he still lays you up with some nice lyrics, <laughs> and he's still considered a great. He's the hood favorite. He's a street favorite. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves Nas. He's the hood favorite. No, you can't do no wrong in everybody. Period. Nas. UK. Yeah, yeah. He's like everybody. He's the golden child. He's literally the golden child. Like I put little figure to me and all of that. Exactly. <laughs> I put Jay Z as Kobe. <clears throat> Hmm. Who basically okay. who basically okay. looked at what other people's doing <laughs> and was like, yo, I'ma do that and I'ma put a little twist on it. Um a lot of people like him, a lot of people don't. Yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah. of people ain't fucking with him. Yeah, a lot of people. But are. but that, nobody can yeah. deny that he dope. And that's another thing I gotta say about Rakim. He is the only MC, and this is why uh, you know, going back to the favor of him being a GOAT. He is the only MC at my age. We've been listening to rap since the early 80s. Mm-hmm. I've never heard one person, no matter how old or young they were, ever say he was whack or they didn't like him. Neither of the two. Me personally. I know you might have, but I've, everybody likes Rakim. Like, everybody likes him. As, as as a whole overall, he's the guy I'm seeing. Nobody said now people like us will still talk about those last two albums. But yes. Right, right. Yeah. But so I put um, Jay Z as Kobe. Like you can't deny that he was dope. And then as things got a little further down his career, it wasn't so sweet. And when he was really winning, he needed some help. Whether it was Big, whether it was Puff, whether whoever it was, he still needed a little bit of assistance. Yeah, that's facts. But that's he helped. But he held. He held you down for however many summers he said he was the guy. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. And, uh, and, um, but, uh, now here's the hot take alert. And listen, send all the the, the hate mail (laughs) to me. Uh, I didn't say it, y'all. I already know where this is going. (laughs) Add Eclectic on Twitter. Uh, tweet Ron's life on Twitter. You can, I, I, it's okay. Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Could would not be in my opinion. Let's hey, send it to me. <laughs> would not be a A or B level MC in the eighties and nineties. If he, if you took him and what he does and put him back then, he wouldn't be an A or a B level joint. Wow. Not with what deep. he does. That's deep. It's, it's, just... it, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. It would be like taking I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do him a favor. Let's say he's the curry greatest shooter ever and put him in the put him in the, the late eighties and nineties. He still go get some threes, but one, you ain't shooting from all the way out there. You sit on the bench. You do some shit like that again. Two, you getting hand checked by Peyton. <laughs> Three, you getting knocked down by Isaiah. You not gonna get that off like you can now. It's just not gonna happen. We gonna listen and be like, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, we get it. In my opinion, high take. He would be. Like a brother Jay. 
Brother Jay from X Clan. From X Clan. But now I'm gonna say this. Now listen, I'm gonna say this before you before you run out before you jump out the window. Before you go jump out the window, I want to state this. I love Brother Jay. I am a I am exact. This is what I'm listening. I am a huge fan of Brother Jay. I think he's one of the dopest lyricists in that range in that level. Period. <laughs> yeah. Dude could rap his ass off like you was about to say. So yeah. it's no, it's not a, it's only a diss. It only sounds like a diss because I didn't say he was Rakim or KRS or anybody. It's not a diss. He's just not there. He's just not. Th- but he's dope. I'm going to tell you, I'm a, and, and it's, it's, it's weird that you say that because to me, like who I Maybe really Chuck think, D. Yeah, he, maybe a Chuck At D. At the and, best, Chuck D. But I think and, Brother and, Jay lyrically is better than Chuck D. Yeah, Brother Jay lyrically was, was high top notch, like the upper echelon. He just didn't have enough material. He did, I mean, he, he, was, now he, was, yeah, he was only, he had a single focus. He only rapped about this and he was on that level and nobody really, unless she was really down, you didn't really pay that much attention. Right. And once that, that time frame, that do the right thing and fight the power time frame passed, it's kind of like he, he kind of went off into the abyss. Right. But like for me, Kendrick in the 90s would have been parallel to Andre 3000. Oh, well then, okay, then fine. And that, and that's <laughs> what people look at him as is like the Andre T3000, like, but he's considered, of course, to a lot of people, not including yourself, as one of the GOATs, you know Listen, what I'm saying? So, if you want to say that he's 90s, three, three stacks, as they say, by all <laughs> means, I will agree. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's, that would be, you know, the, but, the oh, level. So, be so let me ask you this question. Okay. Under three stacks is eighties who, or night or or Ooh. or early nineties uh, who? Ooh, that is a tough one because I'm gonna be totally honest with you, man. Mm-hmm. He was like a alien. He literally was an alien. I know they made AT aliens. I no pun intended. He was an alien. I don't really. I can't think of anybody in the 80s that I would compare to him like he just was they, he was the first rapper that you know maybe if I had to go there I would say possibly damn who was like mad political but like from the south with a south twin they don't have to be from the south though don't have to be from the south they don't though. have to be um, maybe I mean, but if you if you wanted to go that would be Willie D, actually. Willie D, somebody like Willie D, just uh, he's like a Willie D on steroids lyrically. Oh yeah, I would say that. Okay. Yeah, because Willie D kicked the political okay. political shit. Yeah. Now here, here's what I'm gonna say: if <clears throat> if we rewind this podcast and I say, you know, if you had to put under three thousand back in the day, he'd be a Willie D. You would have been like, oh, you would have yeah. just reacted. <laughs> That's the same shit. Listen, everybody, it's the same shit. <laughs> you would have jumped out the window if I would have said yeah, that. Because you said, because you said, brother Jay for uh, for uh, for K dot. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that feel you. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, I know people people just listen when I say stuff. It sounds like I've been I've been popping Molly, but I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. You, 
You can't take everything as a diss just because it ain't what you think it should be. People want me to say that Kendrick is new Biggie. I'm like, he's not, though. No, he is nowhere. I, I don't see no resemblance or comparison between them two. So, Those are two. That's black and white, man. But, but, but these are the types of things that people say. So this is... so. I'm glad that you said that and I was able to rewind and, and turn this around so you can see how it sounds. When yes. you don't mean it as a diss at all, you really just comparing what it is. It is what it is. I'm sorry. You can't. <laughs> I say all that to say, I think that the evolution stopped. I think it's done. I don't think that you can you can no longer compare or there's no more passing of the torch. There's no new Nas, there's no new Jeep rap, there's no new AZ, there's no new Red, it's done. Yeah, yeah, I I, I can't say that, but I can't say this. Out of all the rappers, another thing going back to the Rakim, you know, the the focal point of our show. Um, He is the most influential rapper as far as um, from the wordplay and like style perspective ever i think tupac is the most influential as far as just you know a person but as far as lyric because his style lived through nas it lived through az big pun eminem nature biggie almost every dude that's complex lyrically and and even kendrick lamar i mean i know it's some nas and him which came from rakim right so it's like rakim birthed a lot of these guys styles which are all our favorite mcs ever yeah. And so because of that, he kind of has a little bit of his DNA right now because even J. Cole, I mean, his his rhyme style goes back. And even Drake, if you listen to Drake, some of his rhyme styles go back to Rakim. Right. So that's, you know, I can't say that. So, so, and, and you would put that in your uh, uh, vote, in your ballot for, for GOAT status yeah. for, oh, for, oh, for Rakim. And but, one more thing. Go ahead, go ahead. One more thing. And he also has... The for the best summertime anthem song in the history of rap. Well, his style was so his style was so imminent that everybody thought Will Smith was him on summertime because Will Smith pretty much literally took Rakim's style on that entire song. You, you, hey. Listen, I was I was I was there with you the next day after the song <laughs> came out, and we both looked at each other like, um, like. <laughs> Like, Did you oh, hear that? Right, exactly. <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel Air that day to see the video premiere. We was like, "What the?" <laughs> yeah. So, hey, listen, I, I I can't I can't argue that. Um, I, I would I would one day we're gonna have a, we're gonna just do a goat goat podcast so we can talk about this stuff because we totally got off right Kim. Listen, the bottom line is mm-hmm. right Kim, dope. Uh, Nas, so dope. Nas did the um. Unauthorized uh, biography of Rakim. Yep, yep. Yeah, so. that's 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 a hell of an honor right there. Yeah. When you, yeah, that he was supposed to do Karis Wayne never did it, asshole. Oh, <laughs> he, was, he was. He sure was supposed to do it. Yep, yep. But Rakim didn't like it, from what I remember. What really? Damn. From what I remember, he didn't like it. But anyway, um, greatest lyricist of all time. His style. He's 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 a, he's a tree trunk of of lyricism. Um, and so he had mad branches on that. Um, we we just wanted we wanted to get on here and um, and, and just get some get some props to Rod Kim. Um, hopefully, hopefully he'll get the uh, straight out of Compton treatment one day. Yeah, he, he we need, need a movie. Um, yeah, absolutely. 
you know, we probably probably won't be a motion picture. We could do a new edition stories level joint. We mm. cannot. We will not do that Biggie and Tupac mess though. He deserves. <laughs> he deserves a lot better than that. He do. He do. And I think he kind of um he kind of hurt himself as far as that ghost status with not wanting the limelight. You know, say he's so low key that you might not see him incognito and taking it easy, right? Hey, so man, that's my he, motto. Yeah, that's your motto. You that's, live my, that, that's my motto. When that is my ringtone. Li- <laughs> I on. bet it is. Hold like, on. I, in fact, I, go ahead and talk. I'm about to pull it. I'm, I got my phone right here. I'm about to play this shit. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he, I'm sure he had mad movies, like movie offers and commercials and different, a lot of different um, collabs he could have did with different artists when he was really at his peak. And he just was like, I'm cool. Like, he just was like, I'm cool. I, y'all can have that. I don't want it. And so time kind of passed. He probably could have maximized that time frame between 87 and 91 or 92 a lot more. You know what I'm saying? But he was so low key, he didn't care. So, you know, maybe we could see the behind the scenes stuff a little more on a real, on a documentary. So, yeah, let's see. Hold on. Where's my shit? Hold on. Oh, hey, hey, hold on. Let's see. Um, hopefully you can hear this. Let me turn the vibe up. so low key that you might not see me <laughs> incognito and taking it easy. That's 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 my uh, that's my fucking ringtone. I'm not. I can't bullshit you. Literally, <laughs> literally. On cue though, like on cue. <laughs> that is that is my motto. That is I stay the fuck out the way. Anyway, um, listen, um, said a whole bunch of stuff. Please do me a favor and tell everybody uh, where they can find you at, how they can get in contact with you, where they can hear you, and uh, all of that type stuff. Man, everybody, y'all can hit me up on all social media outlets at DeMarco275, that's D-E-M-A-R-C-O-275. Check out my uh, radio station, Fly93.5. We play some dope music 24-7, dope DJs, dope podcasts. Uh, Download the app, just type in Fly93.5 and it'll pop up uh, and just download it. And every Tuesday at 8 p.m. on our app, on our radio station, uh, check out my podcast, Bars and Beyond. It comes on at 8 p.m. every Tuesday with my co-host, Courtney LeVette. Uh, we we jumping every week with a new ho- uh, new um, guest and just talking about dope rap stuff, sports stuff, relationship stuff, whatever. So just tune in. Yeah, that's what's up. And make sure you do that. You listen, um, um, we're, you're going to hear a lot from uh, us two in the coming Absolutely. in the coming weeks and months. So right. we got we got a lot of things. We got a lot of things. We got a lot of stories. We need. I didn't even tell. Listen, just know that um, look forward to a lot of lot of us. Uh, little, yeah, little known fact, man. We used to be a pretty powerful duo. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Shouts, yeah, shouts to the backcourt. Um, so, and, and, and between time, we getting out of here. And between time and the meantime, um, hip hop. Now bust a mental, physical fitness, here's a scripture, get with this a witness, take a good look so you know what the prescription is, is it a lyricist or a hypnotist, I swing on the mic until the crowd is constant, react and reflex and now your response is yeah, life is here, yeah, some severe, the R is here, oh yeah, for those who don't 
anticipate, refuse to break, hallucinate and rehab, but rehabilitate, brain cells, serving slam, more germs, or chance to flam, preheated when I say them, paper was smoking when I wrote it, quoting, arrogant Larry, weary when quoting, rock him, invent something intense, get your high to sucking on stems and stimulants, more exotic than the cheap street product, too fat for capsule, too large for a pocket, overload the brain if you need it, I got it, pounds of thoughts and every grain's hypnotic. Tempo's checked in, feel the urge splurge. That's when I start to emerge. Go ahead, pump waist girls and give me a massage. Because you're never too large to get squad. Here's the hook, look, they couldn't wait. I accelerate while they took the bait. Then I unhook them and let them be for the rest of them. Cause this is better than masculine. MC's the ODN. He couldn't cope, no CM. Looks like he had a mic full of opium. And I don't wanna have to get sarcastic. Thoughts and short minds go far past it. And I don't sniff no cane to get raw. I don't stress my brain, it ain't pure. I smoke beats and my products are chopping. Every rhyme is hypnotic.